Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Well, hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining with me, Transcending Time and Space, to join together for our awakening, for being our true selves. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I'm so happy to join with you today. We are, we're looking at safety and protection today. We're going to start, as we always do, with a blessing and a prayer. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart, to take a breath of love and gratitude with me. And let's tune in, let's tune up and partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember that our true identity is perfect love. It always has been and it always will be. So grateful to recognize that love is what we are. Love is all that there is. And we are one with each other. I am that I am, and I am one with the I am presence of every being everywhere. So grateful that we can recognize this right now. We gather together for the purpose of releasing the thoughts, the beliefs, the patterns that no longer serve us, and opening to live a truly miraculous life. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with all, and we let it be. We allow it to be so, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Mm, yes. So, uh, I when I'm preparing for the show, I ask for guidance. What, what am I to share about today? And the guidance I got for us today is... Lesson 50, I am sustained by the love of God. Lesson 50 in the workbook. And it says here, here is the answer to every problem that will confront you today and tomorrow and throughout time. Don't you love that? (laughs) Just think of that. Really, truly think about that. And take it seriously, right? Because how often do we... Look for the answer to problems. We're looking in the world. We're having conversations. We're having discussions. We're doing research. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying this thing and that thing and this thing and that thing. And still the problem continues. Sometimes for many, many, many years, decades even. And yet, lesson 50 It says, here is the answer to every problem that will confront you today and tomorrow and throughout time. In this world, you believe you are sustained by everything but God. Your faith is placed in the most trivial and insane symbols. Pills, money, protective clothing, influence, prestige, being liked, knowing the right people and an endless list of forms of nothingness that you endow with magical powers. 
All these things are your replacements for the love of God. All these things are cherished to ensure a body identification. They are songs of praise to the ego. Do not put your faith in the worthless. It will not sustain you. Only the love of God will protect you in all circumstances. It will lift you out of every trial and raise you high above all the perceived dangers of this world into a climate of perfect peace and safety. It will transport you into a state of mind that nothing can threaten, nothing can disturb, and where nothing can intrude upon the eternal calm of the Son of God. All right. I am sustained by the love of God. Lesson 50. The answer to every problem you'll ever experience. So let's break this down and apply it. Because if we can truly learn to apply it, we can eliminate all the problems that we've been investing so much time, energy, effort, money, and attention in. And doesn't that sound good? So, how do we practically begin to do this and make this transition? Well, isn't that what A Course in Miracles and the workbook for A Course in Miracles is all about? Making this transition from placing our faith in the ego to placing our faith in spirit. Yes, of course. This is the transition that we're making. So, the more we're willing to have trust in love, the faster we're going to make this transition. And that's certainly been my experience. It's so tempting to not rely on love, to not trust God. It's so tempting. Because we've really forgotten how to do it. But once you remember, then you realize, oh, Yes, this is how it's supposed to be. No wonder it was feeling so difficult, so dense, so dark. It's because I was placing my faith in the ego, and now I can see, ah, I can place my faith in love. Now, very often, we talk about the prayer of being truly helpful, on page 28, where it talks about being able to relax into knowing that the one who sent us will provide for us, will guide us, will even tell us what to say and what to do. Think of how so often people are afraid. What am I going to say? What am I going to do? What if this happens? What if that happens? What do I say? What do I do? Because I have a lot of conversations with people like that. They're afraid. If we are willing to be truly helpful, which is to place our faith in the love of God, we will be guided. But the only way to find that out is to experience it. Because if it were possible for us to find it out by reading a book or taking someone else's word for it, then we would already be living that way. But we have to have our own experience, and no one can choose for us. No one can choose to place their faith in love 
place your faith in love for you on your behalf. And one of the great practices is really to be able to look the challenge or the seeming problem in the face and to say, you have no power. The only power there is, is the love of God. I am sustained by the love of God. Therefore, I have no problems. All my needs are met in God. Now, the thing is, we get attached and we think we have needs. We think we have the need to pay our mortgage, right? We think we have the need for this person in our life. We think we have the need for this or that. And people even think, oh, I have the need for this car. I have the need for this. Well, it does seem like we have the need for all these things. But in truth, if we are willing, we can see that all our needs are met in God. Now, we don't have to give up everything in this world. All we have to do is really, truly, to have an amazing, miraculous healing and to eliminate all the problems is to give up our attachment to the things of this world, to thinking that we need them, to give up the attachment to thinking that we need to do this, 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 and this in order to be made right. So this is one of the, the sort of... It's hidden in plain sight things is that we think that a lot of the things that we are choosing to do will improve the quality of our life and will make it so that people appreciate us, people like us, people value us, people think we're good and right. And the facts are that that's all just perception. It's not real, it's not lasting, it's not eternal. And what is truly lasting and eternal, as we all think we know, it's love. It's the peace of God. It's the spiritual qualities of God, the harmony, the joy, the freedom, the wisdom, the creativity. These are the eternal gifts of God. And these are what we really truly can share with our brother and sister. And they are given to us in their fullness 100% of the time. And they're never taken from us. So the gift of prosperity and abundance and wholeness and freedom is ours already. And the only reason we don't experience it is because we've placed our faith and trust in something else. And that trust in something else is literally the very thing that's blocking the experience we'd like to have. How crazy is that? So we're sustained by the love of God. Put your faith in illusions, it says here. They will fail you. Oh, sorry. Put not your faith in illusions. They will fail you. Put all your faith in the love of God within you not outside of you, eternal, changeless, and forever unfailing. This is the answer to whatever confronts you today. Put your faith in love. 
Put your faith in love. So if something is confronting you today, how do you put your faith in love? Well, you know, I, uh, as you may know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, the show is sponsored by the nonprofit ministry that I started. It's called Power of Love Ministry. It's a teaching ministry, and uh, we offer all kinds of classes, many free classes. In fact, right now I'm doing a series that I'm so in love with called Stop Playing Small with a special focus for light workers who feel like they're playing small and repeating the same lessons again and again. And it's totally free for you at jenniferhadley.com. So those free classes, this radio show, and many other things are sponsored by tax-deductible contributions to the Power of Love Ministry. And thank you so much forever to everyone who's contributed. And because you're really bringing a lot of benefit to people all over the world. Last year we had people from over 100 countries participating in the free classes. How amazing is that? I just think it's amazing. And so this practical application, love solving the problem. Sometimes in my experience as the leader of a ministry, uh, there are challenges, difficulties. Uh, while it takes a team of people all over the world, uh, it's a small team. And uh, who are doing most of the work. And sometimes I wonder, well, how will everyone get paid? And I wonder sometimes, how is that technology going to work? How are we actually going to be able to pull this off? But I don't worry about it. And I'm not afraid about it. And we have technical difficulties almost every day because it's such a technically based thing. We have technical difficulties with the radio show sometimes. It's just the technology goes out from under you and there's nothing you can do uh, to make it work. You just hold the space that everything is working together perfectly, even though it doesn't always make sense. And so for me, that's my practice. That when I get bumped off the call or the internet and I can't get back on, I just take a deep breath and say, well, if I'm meant to reconnect, let me show me how to do it. And so it's learning to practice trusting in love. And what I notice is that all day long I get guidance to do this or to do that. But here's the key to it. It's interesting. Um, one of the things that I have very strongly is an auditory, intuitive ability. And so I recognize people's voices very easily. And people ask me all the time, well, how do you know that's God? How do you know that's inspiration from your higher self? How do you know that's intuition how do you know it's not ego and there are some very simple ways to know the difference between ego and intuition so i will share some of those when we come back for the from the break because i can see we're about to go to a break here and oh you know what while we go to the break uh why don't you sign up for my free stop playing 
small series. And um, I did a class yesterday that I think you might just really like. And we've got a a few more classes uh, coming up over the next uh, week and a half. And so you can check those things out. And, of course, you can always make a contribution at powerofloveministry.net. And remember, too, this is, I believe, episode 210 of this radio show. And all the previous episodes are available for free download at unity.fm and also at iTunes for your iPads and your iPhones and your iPods. And also at Stitcher if you have an Android And if you take the time to write a review, it just helps uh, iTunes and Stitcher to know that, oh, you really value this, and so you'd like to uh, see more of it, and they will share it with more people. How cool is that? I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk, and I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we are talking about safety and protection, that in our choosing love is where our safety lies in recognizing that we're sustained by the love of God, which is not visible in this world, although we can certainly feel it and experience it in this world. And uh, this is a practice. And as it says here, here's the answer to every problem that will confront you today and tomorrow and throughout time. Lesson 50 in the workbook. So, uh, let's, 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 uh, hunker down and get lesson 50 so that we have the answer to every problem that will ever confront us. So I was starting to say that, um, about intuition. So here's how you know if it's ego or if it's intuition, if it's your, if it's spirit. Ego has a negative voice all the time. It doesn't ever have any other voice. So ego will say like, you shouldn't eat that. That's not intuition. Or ego will say, you should eat that. That's not intuition either. Ego will tell us, uh, Oh, that's stupid. That's wrong. That's bad. Spirit doesn't use that kind of, um, language. And let's, let's face it. We get, I get intuition all the time from feeling, which has no words, but then I can translate it into words when I connect to it. Uh, a lot of times when I'm doing the radio show or teaching a class or something like that, I can intuit what people's questions are. And people tell me all the time, oh, my God, it's like you knew my question just as I knew it, and then you answered it. How do you do that? It's really because there's just this one mind. So a lot of times we think that the answer to our problem is getting somebody to understand us, getting somebody to do what we want them to do, uh, something like that. 
And we think, oh, we have to go through some kind of laborious explanation or training or something to get them to understand. But remember, all minds are joined. Now, of course, not everyone is listening. Not everyone is paying attention because they're listening to the ego. However, if you're listening to the love of God, if that's your teacher, if the Holy Spirit is your teacher, then you will have a whole different experience in your life. And it happens to me all the time because there are times when things seem to go really awry. You know, where it seems like, oh, this is actually falling apart. And where things seem to not be going well simply because they're not going the way I thought they would go or the way I intended it to go or the way I thought I would like it to go. And sometimes when things fall apart or change or shift in ways I didn't anticipate, plan for, or expect, it's the best thing ever. And how it becomes the best thing ever is in the midst of it, when there's the big change-up happening, and it seems like hurricane, collapse, devastation, I stand strong and I say, I don't know what anything is for, but I'd like to. And clearly, this has to be the highest and best because that's all I energize. That's all I'm interested in. So this is the highest and best. It doesn't make sense to me yet. But it will. All I have to do is keep knowing that I am sustained by the love of God. I will always be sustained by the love of God. Nothing real can be threatened, and I am real. So there's no need to have any anxiety, upset, worry, concern, doubt, or fear. I can place my total faith and trust in God blindly. Blindly. Now, I also have to be willing in order to really, let's see, what's the, what's the expression here? In order to really feel that protection and safety, I have to be willing to keep tuned to that frequency of love. And so sometimes, imagine that you're walking through a war zone, A building is collapsing around you. To be able to stay in the love, say, I am sustained by the love of God. Though I walk through the valley of the shadows, the valley of death, I shall fear no evil. Because God has made a way for me. And I'm willing to find it. I'm willing to keep looking and listening in order to find it. I will not be distracted by opinions and judgments. And sometimes that means you have to, as they say, come out from among them. And people will say, oh, this is not good. Well, a lot. sometimes when people say that, I, I just don't even discuss it with them. Because if they're convinced it's not good, sometimes it's best for me not to say anything. Sometimes it's just like, okay, you can have your perception 
and I will keep knowing that it is good. You know, um, I experience these kinds of things all the time where it can be um, really, really gnarly and difficult, challenging, life-threatening even, and to hold to it. I've definitely had some experiences where there was no question I could have died. No question I could have died. And in the moment of some experience, I literally had the thought, wow, I could, I could die right here, right now. I've had that experience a number of times, but I didn't die. And in, in those cases, I wasn't even injured. There was like a bubble protector around me. It wasn't for, wasn't my time. And, uh, it's amazing how the protection can surround you. I, I know people that have been in just horrific car accidents where the car exploded and they appeared on the sidewalk. Something took them out of the car and transported them invisibly to the sidewalk. So we think we know, but we don't know. So let's put our faith in the love of God and say, transport me to the other shore. Transport me to that table that's laid out for me in the presence of my enemies. So in paragraph 4 here, it says, Put not your faith in illusions, they will fail you. Put all your faith in the love of God within you, eternal, changeless, and forever unfailing. This is the answer to whatever confronts you today. So we just practice one day at a time, one hour at a time. Through the love of God within you, you can resolve all seeming difficulties without effort and ensure confidence. Tell yourself this often today. It is a declaration of release from the belief in idols. It is your acknowledgement of the truth about yourself. So thinking that others are going to save us or protect us, you see, that's where the idols come in, false idols. Love is our protector. And then the lesson here, for 10 minutes twice today, morning and evening, let the idea for today sink Deep into your consciousness. Repeat it. Think about it. Let related thoughts come to help you recognize its truth. And allow peace to flow over you like a blanket of protection and surety. Let no idle and foolish thoughts enter to disturb the holy mind of the Son of God. Such is the kingdom of heaven. Such is the resting place where your Father has placed you forever. So, now, it doesn't mean we won't have challenges. But those challenges, I believe, if we meet them in this I am sustained by the love of God consciousness, whatever challenges come our way will strengthen us, will support us in our awakening, will support us from release of the ego's grip, in the ego or we can place it in the spirit now uh, 
anyone who's been listening to this radio show for some time will know that I often say when people ask me, hey, I'm new to A Course in Miracles, where do I start? Well, one place I encourage people to start is with Gary Renard's book, Disappearance of the Universe. I think it's very helpful. And then I tell people that I think it's very helpful to read the clarification of terms in the back and then the manual for teachers. And then you can also alternate reading the text and the workbook as you wish, um, but it's doing the workbook that's going to be the mind training that releases you from the fear and placing your faith in the ego and transforms your mind to placing your faith in the spirit. So we have to develop trust in love and in recognizing that love is going to sustain us in every moment. If it's for the highest and best. Now, many times we don't get what we want, but what we want is not for the highest and best. And that's one of the things I really appreciate that Jesus says in the Course of Miracles, in A Course of Miracles. He says, you don't even know what will make you happy. So stop thinking, you know, stop trying to make yourself happy. You do not know what will make you happy. The only thing that really makes us happy is recognizing that we are the love of God and placing our faith in the love of God. But we we don't trust it because we've said to God things like, God, bring me this and I'll give you that, right? The giving to get, (laughs) the bartering with God. And then we don't get what we thought we wanted. Or what we thought we wanted doesn't make us happy. And then we think, oh, this God... I need a new God. This God is not the God for me. I can't seem to work with this God. I offered this and that, and God didn't give me what I wanted. I offered God this and that, and God didn't make me happy. Ugh, what a crap God this is, right? Yeah, that's what a lot of people, they operate that way, even if they don't know it. So we're eliminating this kind of thinking by working the workbook. An untrained mind can accomplish nothing. Well, let's think about what would we like to accomplish. We'd like to accomplish peace, love, joy eternally. Infinite love. Our heart full of love all the time, no matter what. And the only way to accomplish that is through this development of trust. So that's why I always recommend that this development of trust section in the manual for teachers, it's my page 10 and 11, just two pages, to read it every day for a week and then start reading it once a week, every week. So in there, it talks about how it takes great learning to understand that all Things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. Everything is helpful. So, why would we judge something as not being helpful when it is helpful unless we didn't believe the Course? And this is one of the many things. It's totally understandable. 
people read A Course in Miracles and it, on an intellectual level they think it's true, but they don't believe it in their heart. So they're, they're telling themselves one thing, but they're living another thing. And then what happens is they feel conflicted because their mind is conflicted and that conflict is going to show up in their life. And it's going to show up in their life as problems, as fear and regret and resentment and blame and shame. So the way to happiness is to release all the conflict. And the way to release all the conflict is truly to put your faith in God that nothing bad or wrong can happen. And that everything is helpful. It's absolutely key. Now, what it tells us in this trust section, development of trust in the manual for teachers, is that it's this isn't easy. This is not easy. And so the higher self, the holy self, the Holy Spirit is here to help us. It's absolutely here to help us because it's our safety net. It is our protection. The love of God that is our true nature, is our protection. However, if we're not anchored in our heart in the love of God, we will feel vulnerable. But when we're anchored in the love of God, we're invulnerable. However, isn't it interesting that even though we study this in A Course in Miracles, that being in our loving heart makes us invulnerable, that our safety and protection lies in the love of God that sustains us. We move out of our loving heart again and again and again all day to try to manipulate, change, and manage circumstances, situations, relationships to be the way we think that they should be, thinking that that will make us happy, it'll make us feel safe, but it never does. It's And it's, it's a temporary band-aid if it works at all. We're trading the infinite, eternal peace and love of God for a temporary band-aid. And the thing is, is it's just a habit. And we can change that habit. So what I love about this development of trust section is what I'll be sharing about when I come back from the break. It's time for me to take a break now. You're listening to Jennifer Hadley. And we're talking about A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk. And I'll be right back. The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, 
the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find my God. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. And we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Thank you for joining me. We are discovering our safety and protection lies in the love of God. So I want to be really clear here that I have experienced miraculous results being unwilling to be swayed by what I think I see in the world of effects. So sometimes it can look like something awful is happening. And my being able to declare all I see, all I know, all I experience is the love of God. I am sustained by the love of God. I am a child of the light. I live in the light. I love the light. I am protected, illumined, sustained, supported, financed. By the light. I bless the light that I am. Being able to stand in that will always, and I do mean always, bring me miraculous results. So you see, I can tell you that, but until you practice it, you don't know. And it's practicing it when there's a sense of terror or desperation. So do not be fooled. And uh, in this development of trust here, it, it tells us, remember how A Course in Miracles says there's a script and that the script is unfolding. And uh, as I talk about the script, it's a multi-layered script. It has all these different options in it. The more we choose love, it opens up the amazing loving options and the more we choose fear the more it opens up repeating the same lessons and the same lessons and the same lessons again and again so we can choose our experience in the script and what in my experience there have been a number of times in my life where through the practice of choosing love which is forgiveness which is non-judgment Opportunities in the script for transcendence, for miraculous healing on an emotional and a mental level where I was mentally and emotionally experiencing so much challenge and I just kept saying, I choose love, I choose love, and I meant it. I meant it. Even though it felt like I was arguing with the ego, even though it felt like I was really struggling, I just kept saying, 
Get thee behind me. Get thee behind me. I will not be moved. I'm taking a stand for love. I'm a child of the light. I live in the light. I live in the love. There is no darkness. I can see no darkness. There is no darkness. There is only the light. I am sustained by the love of God. Again and again and again. Then what happens is where there seemed to be no way, like in a movie, a, a door opens in a wall that where there was no door before. It's literally like that. And, and I have found myself feeling carried, guided, held. And it's through the faith. So you see, we develop faith through the practice of trusting. Trusting is something that we do in our experience of time and space. So feeling afraid and vulnerable comes from trusting the ego. Feeling invulnerable comes from trusting in love. The ego will never place its trust in love. Never, 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 ever. Not going to happen. Nope, 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 nope. So... We have to break with the ego. And a lot of times, this can mean looking at situations and circumstances and literally denying what we think we see with our eyes. And uh, it just keeps coming up, so I'm going to say it. Um, there's a, a wonderful, playful expression that I got from Michael Beckwith when I was uh, in classes uh, or just even attending services at Agape, where he says, when you believe more in what you don't see than what you do see, then you will see what you don't see and you won't see what you do see. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to say that a little slower for those who went, what? So when you believe more in what you don't see, so when you believe more in the love of God, in the invisible field of love, when you believe more in what you don't see than what you do see, because what you think you see with your eyes is the world of form, or so you think it is, right? When you believe more in what you don't see than what you do see, then you will see what you don't see, which is that opening, that door, that insight, that clarity. When you believe more in what you don't see than what you do see, then you will see what you don't see. And you won't see what you do see. So you'll see the Red Sea parting and you'll see the way through. And you won't see the army army chasing after you, threatening you. You will see only freedom. That's another way to see it. Now, in this development of trust section, it says we're going to go through these different periods in our lifetime as we're unwinding the attachment to placing our faith and trust in the ego and developing the capacity to place our trust in spirit. Now, of course, we... In our, in our spirit, we have infinite capacity to place our trust in God because we are the presence of God and we are no part of the ego. The ego is not part of us. It's just a misidentification. So the whole issue that we're healing here is this misidentification, this misperception of who and what we are. 
So we're going to go through periods where we begin to see that what we valued is not valuable. So very often we we all get sidetracked with special relationships where the perception is, oh, this relationship validates me. It could be with your dog. It could be with your workplace. It could be with your role in the family. It could be with your spouse, your child, your grandchild, your sweetheart, your friend. Those special relationships, we think, oh, this relationship is so healing and nourishing to me. It's so special. It makes me feel loved. And so there's not a one of us, really, that doesn't have to give up those ego-based relationships and that need to be special, to feel special, to feel better than or to feel validated, if we're chasing after validation, if we're chasing after recognition, right? A lot of people going down some really painful roads trying to get some recognition. You know, I don't get no respect. Trying to get some respect, right? Chasing that is a painful road, right? On the waterfront. Was that on the waterfront? Right, Brando? I don't get no that's I could have been a contender. What's I don't get no respect. Oh that's Rodney Dangerfield. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta admit Rodney Dangerfield's character that he plays is that I don't get no respect guy. That's not a happy guy, right? He's chasing respect. Well that's that's no way to uh, get respect, to chase it. How do you get respect? You respect yourself. That's it, right there. You respect yourself. And you know you respect yourself when nobody can make you do something you don't want to do. And that you would never do something you don't want to do just to please somebody. That's not love. What? That's not love. So this is what the development of trust section is all about. Realizing that ain't it, kid. That's not love. And it says here, that we're going to go through changes. We're going to go through experiences that seem like things are being taken away. It says it's rarely understood initially that it's the lack of value that these things have that our spirit is trying to help us recognize. Just trying to help us get clear. This has no value. You're valuing what has no value. It's like... um uh, think of a dog, okay? A lot of dogs, they like to, they feel safe if you put them in a kennel, right? You put them in a cage overnight. They feel safe. They feel protected in that cage. Well, you see, this is just another uh, metaphor in a sense, another demonstration that the Holy Spirit is giving us to see, well, how am I like that dog? Have I put myself in a cage and I think the cage keeps me safe? Well, if you pick that cage up with a dog in it and you throw it into a river, that dog does not feel safe anymore. No way. So if you think that your house or your job or your spouse is giving you your safety, then if something happens to them, 
they suddenly die, your house burns down, or you can't make your mortgage, or you lose that job, or the company goes under, or something happens, or you you lose the ability to go to work, you your legs don't work anymore, your hands don't work anymore, something like that, then you think, oh, my safety is gone, my protection's gone. But that experience of seeming loss is actually an opportunity for you to really say, okay, I'm sustained by the love of God. I've been thinking I was protected and that my safety was in something that it isn't. And this is my call to no longer be sleepwalking and placing my trust and faith in the ego. Is is it painful? It doesn't have to be. But here's what makes it painful. We cling to the way it was and thinking that that was better. But we don't actually know that. You know, it's like you, um, the prisoner uh, who, uh, we see this all the time in the American penal system, that prisoners will get out of jail and they want to go right back in because it's far more threatening for them to be out of prison and making their own decisions than it is to be in prison and they just have to do what they're told. You see? So how are we like that person? I invite you to study the development of trust section in the manual for teachers and see your clear way out of suffering. To value that which is truly valuable. To recognize I am sustained by the love of God. And it's the willingness to know that truly that sets us free. Gosh, it goes by so fast, doesn't it? I'm so grateful, so grateful. Uh, people have been writing in some topics. If you do have a topic, you can write to me, Jennifer, jenniferhadley.com, and I'll do my best. And uh, working with my schedule and, and the schedule of possible guests and things like that. Right now, please do take advantage of my Stop Playing Small free classes. All the details are at jenniferhadley.com. Let us close out with a prayer. So, taking this breath of love and gratitude, so grateful and so thankful to wholeheartedly choose our healing, our awakening, our freedom, and knowing that our safety lies in the love of God, which sustains us now and forevermore. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to recognize I am that I am, and I am one with the I am presence of everyone. Not separate, always one, united in love. So grateful and thankful to share the benefits with everyone. In gratitude, we let it be. In gratitude, we know it's done. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining with me today. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week.